Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Anything better than football Sundays? <laughs> no, there really isn't. Football Sundays. Christmas comes early every year on Sundays when there is football. And I told you guys that I was going to be back on Sundays. I gave you a maybe, but now it is a definite. It's happening. I'm here October the 13th. It's a wonderful day here in the Vikings Lounge. I'm ready to give you guys my weekly pick'em games. I'm going to give you a lock of the week. I'm going to give you an upset of the week. You can take all these things to the bank because these are not predictions, ladies and gentlemen. These are spoilers. Don't get mad at me if you lose your money, though. (laughs) So... Uh, weekly pick'em games. Obviously, the Patriots trounced the Giants. That already happened. I had the Patriots. You're going to have to take my word on it. it. Everyone pretty much knew the Patriots were going to win that game. Although the first half was closed, the Patriots smoke them. Defense does great. Everyone's great. Now you've got the Carolina Panthers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And let me give you a little insight here. So... If it's a game that doesn't need insight, I'm not giving it to you. (laughs) But if it's a game that could go either way, I will tell you why I'm going to make my pick. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Carolina Panthers. And that's it's a little surprising, but let me tell you. Winston, he's off to a good start. He throws a lot of picks, but he's been getting it going. Godwin finally is showing up. Mike Evans looks phenomenal because I traded him in fantasy football. So you're welcome if you have Mike Evans. The defense is bad, but they are second in the league at stopping the run. The Bucs are second in the league at stopping the run. Christian McCaffrey is the Carolina Panthers' offense. He's banged up. They weren't even sure if he was going to go. They're saying now that he is going to play. But, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to be hindered. They've got a backup quarterback. If you stop the run, you beat the Panthers. That's just a fact. They don't have a great quarterback. Cam Newton's still not playing. So... I'm taking, I think the Buccaneers are going to score too much. I think Run DMC is going to do the best he can, but in the end, he it's going to be too much. He's going to be outmatched. So I'm going Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. Ravens against the Bengals. And tell, let, let me tell you, this fucking hurts. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. I, uh, I have to pick the Ravens. I don't want to, but I have to. The Bengals have proven to me with this 0-5 start, and especially last week. They cannot handle a quarterback that can run. Their defense is pretty good against a pocket quarterback. They've got good cornerbacks. They have okay linebackers. They have a good defensive line. Carlos Dunlap is out. A.J. Green once again is out, although we're going to get him back next week. It's uh, There's not much more to say. Lamar Jackson is too much of a dual threat. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. And I believe that he is going to... I still think this is going to be a close game. And honestly, me picking against the Bengals, they might find a way to pull it out. But I doubt it. Lamar Jackson's too much for them to handle. And the Ravens win that game. Close. It's a close game, though. The Seahawks versus the Browns. 
this one is tough. This one is tough for me. I, I really went back and forth on this game a lot. I'm going to pick the Seahawks. But I'm not supremely confident about it. Baker leads the league in interceptions. Odell Beckham's streak of catching at least three passes ended at 60 games. He's out of his funk. Landry's doing okay, but I mean, other than Nick Chubb, the Browns can't get a lot going offensively. They just haven't looked that great. I thought they turned the corner when they played the Ravens and they had such a good game, but then they went back to sucking against the 49ers. So I basically, it's kind of like the Bengals situation. I see Russell Wilson making a few crazy plays, lots of running the ball. I just see the Seahawks making more plays. I I obviously think the Browns have a good defense, but I think the Seahawks' defense is just as good. So it just basically comes down to I trust Russell Wilson to make more plays than I trust Baker Mayfield at this point. So I'm going Seahawks over the Browns. Game of the week, in my opinion, the, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Texans. Ian Oliver, you can suck a fat one. We were in a, a fantasy league where he's got the Texans, I have the Chiefs. He doesn't want to play them straight up against my team because he's a big pussy. But, <laughs> all right, so I'm getting off topic here. So the Texans offense is pretty much near the top 10 in points, passing yards, rushing, so they can score. We all know the Texans can score. The problem is their defense, the Texans, is 25th against the pass, Okay. You're allowed, You're 25th in the league out of 32 at allowing passing yards. You're going on the road against a motivated Patrick Mahomes. He's just coming off a home loss last weekend to the Colts that really fucked me big time. So let me tell you, I've sent him plenty of Instagram messages, and he knows how much he muffed up that game. So, oh, if that wasn't bad enough for you if you're a Texans fan, he also gets back the cheetah. Tyreek Hill, the the best offensive weapon that he has. So I just don't see a way that the Chiefs lose this game. I, I just don't. I mean, it will be the game of the week, trust me. The, the, this game's going to be crazy. The Texans are going to come out firing. I just don't think at the end of the day their defense is going to be able to handle what the Chiefs do on offense, and I think that's going to be the factor. I think that's going to be the determining factor. I think Kelsey's going to get fed a lot because they're going to overcompensate against the Cheetah. And uh, it's basically pick your poison with that. So I'm going Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Texans. Redskins versus the Dolphins. Very simply, I can just tell you the Dolphins are tanking for Tua and they will find a way to lose. I think the Dolphins at home actually could win this game. This is actually a winnable game for them, but they see the Bengals losing, and they're like, if we win this game, it's going to mess up everything. So I'm assuming they're going to find a way to lose that game. Eagles versus the Vikings. Awesome game. This is a good one. This is going to be an exciting game. I'm, I'm fired up for this. It's a tough choice. I went back and forth on this one a lot, too. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the Eagles are the best defense against the run. They're number one in the league. If Dalvin Cook can't run the ball, that means that Kirk Cousins cannot use play action. 
And if Kirk Cousins cannot use play action, it is safe to say that the Vikings' chances of winning came and went. Yeah! Came and went. You understand what I'm saying? The Eagles are going to win this game. They're going to win this game. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. They just are going to. They're going to beat the Vikings. Diggs is pissed off about everything. Thielen thinks that Cousins sucks. Cousins thinks that he sucks. They all suck. So, yeah, the Eagles are going to pull off that win. Eagles over the Vikings. So, I'm so creative. (laughs) So, then you've got the New Orleans Saints against the Jaguars. Hmm. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I would have told you this was going to be a a bag beating of a lifetime. But Minshew, Fu Minshew is fucking awesome. (laughs) Uh, he's really good, and and he gets me fired up. But at the end of the day, he has a little bit of a hint of Fitz magic to him. He's really good, but at the end of the day, his magic is going to run out. The Saints proved to me every single week that they're on a mission this year. They lost Drew Brees, and everyone kind of, me included, thought, you know, maybe they'll tread water. They haven't just tread water. They've been winning almost every game. And Kamara can't be stopped. And Michael Thomas is just going off, even though he's catching like five-yard slants. He's turned them into big plays. And I think there's just too many weapons. The Saints, as I just said, are on a mission. I don't see the Jaguars being able to match anything the Saints are going to be doing. It might be close in the first half, but as it goes into the second half, I think the Saints are going to pull away, and that's going to be a pretty fairly easy win for them. They know Breeze is on his way back, so they're, they're going to win this game. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then we've got the Falcons against the Cardinals. Battle of the Birds. Um, this, once again, this was kind of a rough one. Uh, not because they're both good teams, because they both suck. I'm sorry, Joe Murphy. I like the Falcons. I picked them. I picked them as the 10th team in my power rankings before the season. So they've really let me down. But they're not going to let me down. Not on this Sunday. No. The Falcons are going to beat the Cardinals. A Falcon will always whip a Cardinals ass. You understand that? The Falcons are third in passing yards in the league. The Cardinals are 24th against it. The Cardinals are going to make the game close. There's no doubt Kyler Murray is going to make plays. Obviously, they got Fitzy. He's going to get his. He always does. But at the end of the day, I don't see the Cardinals being able to shut down the Falcons' offense. It It is amazing to me that the Falcons are not better than they are. When you have talent like Julio Jones... You've got Calvin Ridley on the edges. You've got Mohamed Sanu in the middle. Austin Hooper is a pretty good tight end. You've got Devontae Freeman in the backfield. You've got Matt Ryan as a quarterback. I really, honest to God, they are the team that make the least sense to me. Because the the amount of talent they have, I know their defense sucks. But, God, you'd think that they could win a couple games. They've only won one this year. It's crazy. All right, well let's let's start. I should have a, a noise for this, like a like a noise, because this is the upset of the week. But I don't, you know, you live and learn. I'm gonna have to figure it out later how to do a, a a noise for the upset of the week. I've got the Rams 
beating the 49ers a few weeks ago, this would not have been considered an upset of the week. But the Rams are 3-2. and two. The 49ers are 4-0. and oh. And even now, people on this listening to me right now are probably going to say, that's not an upset pick. Really? It's not? Because the 49ers are better than you think they are. You don't believe me? Well, I'll tell you right now. Number one, the 49ers are 4-0. and oh. They're undefeated. They are second in the league in points scored. They are first in the league in rushing. Their defense is top five across the board. That's ridiculous. This team is going off. And why the hell am I picking the Rams? <laughs> no, no, it's just, oh man, it's a gut feeling. I, I, I hear all those stats. I saw all those stats. They kind of took me back. I've been, trust me. I've been watching the 49ers. Unfortunately, I went to Cincinnati and saw it firsthand how good the running attack can be. They padded a little stats in that one. But I've been watching, keeping a close eye on the 49ers. They, they are really good. I just, weapon-wise, if you can stop the run, they become one-dimensional. And Goff has not been great. Woods has not been getting... I'll just... I'm really making it seem like the 49ers are so much better. But... The Rams are top five in points, yards, and passing yards, okay? They're no slouch. The defense has not been great. And at the end of the day, this really is me just going with my gut. The Rams are at home. If they can contain the run and they can force Jimmy G to throw the ball, I believe the Rams can beat the 49ers. I really do. I think this could be the upset of the week. So... I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be crazy. It could be like a 27 to 24 game. But I think the Rams pull it out. They really need the win. The 49ers are 4-0 sitting pretty. They don't need the win. They'd like to justify and stake their claim to being like as good as the Patriots. But uh, it's a tall order. I mean, if the Rams go 3-3, three and three, I think that really kills them. So they're going to want to win this one. It's going to be a really good game. So, yeah, I've got the Rams... Upset of the week. Being the 49ers. Boom. I then go from the upset of the week to the lock of the week. Lock of the week, baby. Cowboys over the Jets. That's pretty easy. Uh, do I need to say anything? <laughs> I don't think I do. That basically uh, Ezekiel Elliott could beat them by himself. If you're if you still got fantasy, you're you gotta play Le'Veon Bell. He's still gonna get his cookies. Robbie Anderson's been a big bust this year, but Le'Veon Bell will probably get like eight catches, eighty something yards and a touchdown. So if you've got him in fantasy, you'll be pretty good. Um Yeah, Cowboys just too much too much for the Jets. Jets are gonna get slapped up. Lock of the week. Then we've got the Titans versus the Broncos. This one's pretty simple here, okay? The Broncos score about 18 points per game, I'd say. The Titans have a better defense, and they score more on average. I think the Broncos are probably going to keep it close because they're home. They're going to run the ball. Lindsey, Freeman, they're going to run, 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 run. Flacco is not elite. That's been proven every single week that he has been with the Broncos. And, yeah, I mean, Mariota sucks, but... I'll be and honestly, here's one thing: their kicker better not miss three kicks, because he did that the other week and they lost. They should have won. So 
If he's missing three kicks, I think in the altitude he'll be better. So I'm going Titans over horses. <laughs> the Broncos. So then what do we got? Chargers against the Steelers. This is also pretty simple. Chargers are at home. The Steelers have a third string quarterback. They're they're boned. <laughs> they're boned. <clears throat> the Steelers are gonna, you know, come out and try to fight. Other than if Phillip Rivers just goes insane and throws like four interceptions, which he absolutely could do, but I doubt it. They got Eckler, they've got Melvin Gordon back, they've got Keenan Allen, they've got Mike Williams, they got too many weapons. So the Chargers are gonna they're gonna slap up the Steelers and that's that. So Chargers over Steelers. Then we got the Monday Nighter. We've got the Green Bay Packers against the Lions. The Lions have actually shown me this year that they're not messing around. They have really, really fought in every game. They almost beat the Chiefs. They have been close against a lot of teams that everyone thought were going to slap them up. I mean, <clears throat> if you asked me in the beginning of the year, I would have picked. I would have put a lot of locks of the week against the Lions because I didn't think they would be that good. I didn't think Patricia was that great as a coach. I never trust Matt Stafford as a quarterback. Then again, I also have told everybody I don't I, – I think Aaron Rodgers is supremely overrated. He's good, but he's not – he never gets it done when he needs to. But this is the regular season. Keep in mind. And in the regular season, at home – I, I think that the Packers are going to take that. That The Packers are 4-1. They're going to be 5-1. and one. I just think the Lions are a little bit outmatched in this game. And it'll be close because it's a divisional matchup and they always keep that crap close. But at the end of the day, I am going to say the Packers are going to beat the Lions. So if we're keeping track at home, which I'm, I'm now having to look at it, I've got the Pats over the Giants, which happened. I've got the Bucks over the Panthers, Ravens over the Bengals, Seahawks over the Browns, Chiefs over the Texans, Redskins over the Dolphins, Eagles over the Vikings, uh, Saints over the Jaguars, Falcons over the Cardinals, Rams over the 49ers, upset pick of the week, Cowboys over the Jets, lock of the week, Titans over the Broncos, Chargers over the Steelers, Packers over the Lions. You're welcome for winning you all of that money. Because these are not predictions. They're spoilers. <laughs> so you're all rich now. I hope you're happy. God, I should start charging money for this. Because you guys are going to make so much money off of these picks. So once again, we are at the new Big Mouth Small Word Sports Talk. This is... As I said last time, I will say it one more time. I hit 7,000 plays. And if you haven't already, follow at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. It has all my stuff, all the promos, all everything. It's got everything you need. I, eventually, I'll get to a website if it gets big enough. And we will get to be doing some fun stuff. Trust me. If we can get this live show going on, on Sundays... This will be fun. I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to be going, getting some guests. I'm going to be soundproofing this room. I'm going to be doing a lot of shit. So 7,000 plays and you'll get merch. 10,000 plays, 
and you're going to get a live feed of your boy. You're going to get to see this guy with a Jack and Coke in his hand telling you what you need to know about sports. That's exciting. That is exciting. We're at about 4K plays right now. So we've got a little a little while to go, but people have been listening. People have been sharing it. If you haven't yet, share it on your page. Let the people know. Let the masses know. Join the revolution. All right? If you've been here since the beginning, thank you. But let's make this something big. I want this to, to move on. I want this to get it going. So thank you for listening. Thank you once again for listening to Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk Podcast. You guys are the best. I love you. Click.